Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and I got my line mate Matt with me. This is the week we're finally getting some regular season Blackhawk hockey. This week, me and Matt are are absolutely stoked about it. And um, a, a subject that we've been getting quite a bit is the um, not just with the Blackhawks, but around the league, and it's the captainship and what does it mean to to a team? Uh, you know, back in the day, uh, the captain was. Uh, what I mean by back in the day, I would probably say before the say the last uh, ten years. Um, it would be uh, the the locker room would get together and they would say, "Hey, this is the this is who we're going to get behind. This is our 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 guy. This is our captain. He represents our team. Um, he's a, you know stand up guy, plays great, uh, good locker room guy, uh, works well with the coaches, and uh, and and it was somebody that the team and the community c- could get behind." Then I would probably say maybe around when Sidney Crosby came into the league, you know, he was he had an A his first year, and then I believe he got the C his his in his second season, and it was because he was obviously the big talent in in Pittsburgh. He was somebody that obviously this organization was going to get behind. They were going to build a team around him, and they were going to ride him into the future. So it was at the time really weird because they're like, how could you give the captainship to such a young kid who hasn't been in the the league very long and normally went to a veteran. And um, as time had gone on, They've been giving it to younger and younger guys. Right after Crosby, it was Taser. His second year in the league, he got to see. And teams started giving it to uh, young guys. They're, they're young studs who are going to kind of be the face of their organization. But I, with where the Blackhawks are at right now and some other teams, I think that it's, it's fair to say that it's okay to give it to a guy who's going to be the captain for, say, maybe two or three years. In the Blackhawks case, I think that Feligno could be the the captain for two years or, or you know three years before they give it to to Connor. And obviously, I think that they're going to give it to Connor. He's been a captain at every stage of hockey that he's played in, and um, and he's he's obviously has a great worth work ethic. He talks well to the media, and uh, but I think that he needs to have a couple years where he is, um, you know, getting like that that mentorship and that that tutorship from somebody. And I think that that could be Nick Foligno. Um, Matt, another example that, you know, we were talking about offline is St. Louis. You know, I believe Ryan O'Reilly was their captain for two to three seasons before they moved him. And then they, they named somebody else. I don't have a problem with them naming somebody currently in that locker room. What do you think? Yeah. So the new captain for St. Louis is actually Braden Shen, who kind of came up with the team. I think he was involved in a big trade with Philly, I want to say, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. So He's been a good player his whole yeah, career. he's definitely a good player. I'd um, hate to get hit by him. Oh, yeah. I remember him taking a nasty skate to the, I think it was to his stomach. And, man, that crazy scar they showed on TV, and he, he kept playing. So, guy's wow. tough, man. It, yeah, but like you said, St. Louis. Oh, hey, Louis. hold on, hold on one second, one second before yeah. you go any further. Did you hear that uh, TJ Oshi has like a line of products where that is supposed to be um, cut cut proof? It's like um, it's like a, like a, a special fabric. Yeah, like a, it's like a special fabric that he says that you can wear as an undergarment that uh, should protect you from errant errant skates. That's, that's awesome. I think that's great. Um, <laughs> do you remember a couple of years back, Richard Zetnik? 
he took yeah. that skate to the throat. I think he was yeah. on the Panthers at the time, but he took a, it, it was bad. Like there was right. like blood puddles everywhere. of blood and the trainer ended up saving his life. And, uh, you know, the guys, you don't see too many guys wearing the throat guards because they get made fun of or the turtlenecks, right? you know, but I mean, that might be something to consider now, especially for goalies. Cause you know, they're sometimes lower than the play and there's guys getting banged around, knocked in right. and stuff like that. But sticks coming up. They do make construction gloves, like the anti, like razor blade Kevlar type gloves. And I've, right. I've worn them before and man, yeah, they're, they're awesome. But that's a great idea. Cause uh, when I played, I pretty much had, I, it was kind of like an Under Armour, uh, like under, like, what do you call it? Like a long underwear type of thing, real thin. And it it was like an, an, like a cooling one. And I've seen a lot of different, like, especially goalies, you see weird things. Uh, I saw a goalie with pajama pants underneath and he'd put, he'd put his cup over it. And then put his socks over the pajamas, and I'm like, you, "Why do you wear that?" And then I, he tells me, "Well, I like it's lighter. I can move, and I, I don't like the, um, the sock, just the feel of the sock on his skin. So it, goalies are just weird. But there's a <laughs> there's a couple different. Uh, I had somebody else actually had sweatpants, and he says he liked those because he felt protected. If you know, God forbid, a skate or a stick hit him, and He's yeah. got a little more like cotton comfort, I guess you could say. But I'm like, well, isn't that kind of uncomfortable in the crotch area? He goes, well, like, check it out. He he actually cut it open. <laughs> so he had it cut. So when he would, you know, go down for like, say, like a splits type of save, it wouldn't affect him. It wouldn't leave that like bulge. <laughs> so it was cut. But <laughs> so, yeah, I went to a lot of goalie camps and saw a lot of different things. And I was like, OK, I think I'm going to stick to my way. I like it. It's kind of tighter. And but uh Going back to war the Oshi thing. Warroad.com. War, war, war okay. Uh, that's that's the name of it. And he's offering some, um, what looks like, it looks like, um, you know, you wear it right underneath your, right underneath your, um, you know, your, your pads. Uh, it says peace of mind for your loved ones with blade cut protection. That's brilliant. Like to order bacteria skin irritation to keep you fresh and game ready. Battle tested by the pros, a real NFL action, and in in the in the um, in an advertisement that I saw, it was a video of what is his name, um, Evander Kane. He had got a he had got a cut or a a blade to the wrist, and he was skating off. Ooh, this was just that. last year. Yeah, I, I remember think. that. He was skating off because he was bleeding real bad, and. Um, and he's he was um I think that he might be wearing this stuff now. I'd have to double check, but they're showing um Tom Wilson is is wearing it. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, some other it looks like some other guys are Do wearing you it remember too. Remember Carlson actually took a skate to the back of his ankle? Uh, no. That is something they should consider too, because that's a pretty vulnerable vulnerable area with the skate, the the heel comes up. Yeah, and if you got that, you know, when you bend your you bend your knees and then you you start striding, there's a little opening there, and I think there he is. got it there. And wow. I want to say he tore something and cut himself pretty bad, but that's something they should start considering, even with the like the socks, the NHL yeah. uniforms, even making them more protective like that. Right, right. Oh, there's a picture of Ronick wearing. Uh... Oh, nice. 
Yeah. So um. So yeah. T.J. Oshi war road for uh for protection for protection. You know, against against blades because um. It's really it'd be really terrible to see a guy go down on the ice like that, man. You know, it's really scary when skates come up and stuff. Free ad so, reading by Mike. Look at free that. Free ad reading. There you, you know? go. I got. I got. Yeah. I'm gonna have to contact TJ uh, go, about Osh. that. <laughs> so, um, so, anyways, Matt, about the the captaincy, I didn't mean to no, to cool. interrupt you about that. I just wanted to bring that up because um, it was something on the top of my mind, I, I'm and actually I thought that it was interesting. At a current list of all the captains right now. And obviously okay. Crosby, like you said, he was named captain. I want to say his second year in the league. Yeah, and pretty he's positive. Been the longest tenured captain since two thousand seven. Uh, and we have five teams with no captains. We have the Ducks, Coyotes, Hawks, Flyers, <sighs> and the Kraken. I'm kind of surprised about the Kraken. I know. Yeah. I think they had their first captain was Giordano. Right. I want to say they got him off the expansion draft, but. They got a couple of young kids like that Maddie Beneers guy. They're probably going to give it to him, but they're these uh, Philly. I understand you got Torts over there. He's shaking everything up, fixing it the Torts way. So I think in the next year maybe Torts will name a guy, but maybe I'm surprised he hasn't already. You know he usually leans on a guy to you know get you know, like Felino. That was his captain with the Jackets for yeah. a long time. So maybe he's looking for an older veteran, or maybe Philly wants to go to like the direction everybody else has been doing, like the young guys coming in. Like just to name a couple, obviously McDavid. You know, you got Larkin with the Red Wings. Uh, but yeah, but they waited a year. To, they they drug that out to no end. You, they knew that he was going to be the guy, but yeah. they waited forever to name him. Was it a year or was it? Yeah, was I'm it, pretty yeah. positive it was a year. I mean, then you got. I, well, here's an interesting team. Which kind of hands the cap the captaincy off when somebody retires? The Boston Bruins, yeah. You know, you had Chara all those years, then you had Bergeron all those years, and now you got Marchand, who he's been around for a long time, and they took the route of giving it to the the next guy up who who's like deserving of it. They didn't give it to the young Pasternak, you know. Pasta right. is probably the future captain. I'm guessing right when Brad Marchand is done. But, like, they're kind of making guys pay their dues, you know? Put in some years, wear the A for a little bit, learn from the guy in front of you, and then you get it. So that's yeah. a different route, and I, I respect that route. I like it. I think you pay your dues and you want to be the captain. That's an honor, you know? Yeah, because in a way, if you kind of look at it, it's kind of disrespectful to a guy who's been in the org for, you know, say 10 years, yeah. put his time in, and then you, you get it, give it to some kid who just walks up, you know, just because he's good, and de- but he doesn't know anything about the league. Yeah, it's it's different. Boston's been good for so long, you know. It's yeah. not like they're rebuilding like the Blackhawks. Like you got so many new faces every year. It seems like a lot of guys right. don't really stick around that much. And obviously, Crosby that was a great decision by you know Lemieux and the the management to give this kid the C. He was the real deal. Everybody knew it, and he stuck around. He's going to retire as a Penguin, no doubt about it. Uh, then you got God, other teams. Been, like that should have been Kaner, man. Here's an interesting one for me, and I don't know what you think about this. You got Austin Matthews, you got Mitch Marner, you got Morgan Riley, and then you bring in a guy like Tavares. You sign him big time, and you give him yeah. the C right away. Right, that was interesting to me. Well, he was a captain in in for the Islanders, yeah. so he'd been in the league and done it. I know, but don't you think that? 
I don't know. If, if I'm in that locker room and, you know, you're you're the up, up and coming draft pick, you score four goals in your first game, you score 60 a couple of years later, you're just a scoring machine. I think I would have gave it to Matthews. And at the time, though, he hadn't, he, you know, he hadn't done that. At, at the time, he hadn't done that. Tavares had already, you know, come in second for you know, a heart trophy. Though. I mean, I oh, remember when they traded for Dion Phaneuf a couple of years ago. Oh, he yeah. He wanted to see the first game. Right. And it's like, okay, you've been in a locker room, in a different locker room all year, and you're going to get to see. You don't even know anybody here, you know? Right. Like I, I mean, that yeah. says a lot about his leadership, Phaneuf. Like, obviously, he was a good leader at the time. And I just, there's like, just, there's so many different philosophies on this. And, you yeah. Know, like, you, you can go to Ottawa. Remember, they Brady Shen. Or I'm sorry, not Brady, Brady uh, Kachuk. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, we know this kid's a gamer. He's doing it all. He's fighting, he's scoring, he's passing. He's just, he cares about his team. And I think he got the C his second year, maybe, right? Might have been his third year. And I maybe they were out without a captain for a while, but I think that was the route the Blackhawks are probably going to go with Connor Bedard. Right. But... I think if Felino was a little bit younger and he had a couple more years in his contract, I would say that would be fine. But, you know, it, it just sucks to give a guy a C and then you're just going to unload him, like just unload yeah. him next year. Like, hey, we don't want you. You're too much money. Something like that. Like, we're going to, we're yeah. competing for a playoff spot next year and you're, you don't fit the plans. Sure. I think it's more of a, especially when you're rebuilding, you should have. If you got your plan set and stuff and you like set your foundation and then you can set your captain. If you're going to keep it like a revolving door and what if, what if Felino didn't like it here? You know, you throw the C on him and Hey Nick, we really like you. We want you to come back. Eh, I'm going to go test free agency. It's like, Oh man, like you're, you just got a captain musical chairs type of thing. So I, I don't think that he would do that though. If he had, if he had the C in his chest, I don't think he's like that type of guy. No, I don't think you know, so think either, he, but keep in mind, he's never won a cup. Right, and I think that every player in this league wants to win a cup. So, if anything, Felino could be a guy that's dealt at the deadline for a team looking to get in and looking for a gritty guy, good leader in the locker room type of thing, and you can get something for him. But I just I think they're going to be very very cautious with picking the C and even putting it on Connor. It might not even happen next year. He could just have a permanent A. You know what I mean? Right. So I, there's a lot of, like I said, there's like six leaders on this team. There's probably going to be, you know, an away, ca- away captains and a, or away assistants and away or home assistants. So I think it's probably going to be guys like Corey Perry, uh, Seth Jones. I don't know why, but Connor Murphy, who he's still, <laughs> I know I, I talk a lot of smack about him, but I just, I don't see the hype in this kid. He, the first preseason game of the year he made a terrible boneheaded play it looked like a rookie yeah. out there you know yeah but then you know he, he had a couple good i think he had a nice goal nice slap shot goal the other night two nights ago or whatever or the sec two games ago uh, he'll probably have an a uh obviously felino maybe even taylor hall i think taylor hall's deserving of one sure so i think it's going to be a revolving merry-go-round of assistant captains this year and next year Maybe they'll do like we like Taves. His first year he played. Next year at the fan convention, they name him the captain. They make a big ceremony about it. Make it a they big knew, publicity though, thing. You know, they knew this kid. He's he is it. 
you know, he is going to be, he's the next captain 100%. But here, here's the thing. That wasn't in their plans. Right. It was, it was Siebers. It was 100% Siebs. Yeah. And they brought in a guy like Brent Sopel at the trade deadline the year before, I think they drafted Kane and Taves, I think. And they were saying, wow, this guy's going to take the C. That's how good he is in the locker room and good with these young guys. So once we drafted Kane and Taves, people were like, oh, wow. Management, Dale Talon was like, oh, man, we got a little, we got a good problem here. (laughs) We got leaders all over the place. (laughs) So they made the right decision. You know, you give the, you give your future number one center franchise guy the captain and you make it a lot easier for him to stick around. And uh, same with Kane. Kane was an underrated. You know what? Kane was a leader. He didn't get to wear the A a lot, but he absolutely was a leader. A lot yeah. of players followed him. A lot of players wanted to be around him. And a lot of, you know, players around the league wanted to come play for the Hawks because of this guy. So yeah, I mean, he showed up to the rink every single day. You know, he 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 played well. Last one on the ice. Um, first one on the last ice. Last one, one off. Yeah, man. I mean, he he, person he. I think he personified that leadership. And you know, it it really hurts me, man. That that it's not Kane wearing a C. It would be such a it would be cool. it would be such a smooth transition. A smooth transition for the entire fan base, for the organization to say, hey, you know what, Taves, he can't do it anymore. He's stepping down. We're naming Kaner the new captain of the Chicago Blackhawks. It, it dude people wouldn't even think twice about it. It probably wouldn't even be news because it would be so s- smooth of a transition for the captain. It would be and like- then Bergeron and Marchand. It'd be sure. the same thing. Yeah, no big deal. And then, you know, Kaner plays for a few more years, gives it to Connor, man, and it turns into one of those things where, you know, the, you know, it's like, man, the Blackhawks, man, they've had s- such smooth transitions with captains. You know, it's just been from one deserving guy to the next, and, you know, instead of the this. Boston Bruins route of handing yeah, out the yeah. sea. And I think it's they're doing painful, it the right way. I, I really do. It's freaking painful, man. Um, I really hope that, you know, Kaner could say, hey, you know what? I want to come back and just finish out my time. It would you know, be awesome. Just wanna, it really would I be. just want to play some hockey. I just, if he did, if he did, they would probably have to give it to him. Yeah, I, I, I wish it was a little different. I, You know, he wanted to go for that cup. Yeah. And uh, kind of made, made it a little complicated. He... <laughs> Kind of said, "Hey, it's Rangers or nothing," you know, and it made sure. it a lot harder on Davidson. And I, I credit Davidson. I watched those like behind the scene videos. Like he was really trying to make this work for him, and he, yeah, he made he it happen. Yeah, and I think Kaner appreciated it, and and I think Kyle just kind of said, "You know what? This is it. We're kind of closing the the chapter on it, and yeah. uh, we want to move on." But uh, yeah. like you said, I, I think it would be awesome. Very highly unlikely now, sure, but. Uh, it would be sweet. It really would. Even if Kaner came back in the future, like say like two, three years, he wants to, his last year, you know, go down with the team he started with. We've <sighs> seen it before. Guys go back be home. They always tears, end up going dude. home. Yeah. And uh, it would be cool to see him and Bedard together one year. Oh, God, man. Dude, could, <laughs> could with Kane's past, dude, could you imagine him playing with Bedard? I, 
I think Bedard is going to be more of the pass guy, and I want I him to be he, the shoot guy. I mentioned that. Yeah. I said that. I know, but I, I want I, him to be the shoot, like, because this kid can shoot, man. He does, yeah. but he doesn't have anybody to, to, to get him he that He does puck. not have the trigger man. He has to be he, his own trigger man. <laughs> yeah. He, he that's, that's the thing. He doesn't have, like, he doesn't have a caner to get him the puck. I you absolutely know? think Look it at, would help him. Look at Dabrinkit. Dabrinkit's a 40-plus goal scorer with Patrick Kane. Without Patrick Kane, 20 to 27 goals. Uh, we're going to see what Connor is. Uh, but, you know, maybe that's something the Blackhawks need to look for. Who is somebody who can dish the puck very, very well? You know, yeah. and that might be somebody that might be the next Connor draft. needs. You got to look for uh, yeah. just, a, just a playmaker. You know, just Could be Oliver can... Moore. He's got the wheels. Yeah. Uh, is he a center? Yeah, yeah, he is. So our center depth looks very good. I don't think we've had this good of center depth in decades. Yeah. I mean, we even during the dynasty runs, it was always it was hard to find that second line guy. We yeah, couldn't get it. Yeah, it was. We had our it first was. obviously with Taves and you had your Davy Bolins, you had Kruger fourth liner, and you can never find that guy who would take that second line center role. Now we got Reichel, Bedard, we got Oliver Moore coming up. We got some really solid centers coming up. Yeah. Before we go any further, I want to let everybody know that the NFL season is going strong. A DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweeter offer every game day th this October. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. I've been doing it. They have uh, these what are called um, no sweat bets on each Sunday where say you put 20 bucks down on a, on a bet or 10 bucks down on a bet and you lose, you'll get that no sweat bet back. Uh, for next week, so that you can use that that ten bucks or whatever that you put down on uh, on your bet um, to for uh, for next week. And typically, if I lose one one week, I get it back the next week. So uh, it all it all ends up working out. Get into the game day greatness. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Chai Tomahawk. New customers can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Would you bet five on the NFL? That's code Shy Tomahawk only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 1-888-789-789. 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. License, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 186 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.com, draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources now matt back to the podcast the chicago blackhawks have made a series of roster moves prior to their sunday game against the detroit red wings including sending defenseman nolan allen to the rockford ice hogs matt uh, I'm a little I'm a little disappointed by that, but I think that it might be a really good move, especially if Nolan Allen is going down to the Ice Hawks to get top line minutes down there. I think that'll help him transition to the NHL very well. That being said, I put out a tweet today about 
Nikita Zaitsev uh, being on the team. Uh, he's looked absolutely horrible. He looked horrible in the preseason. He looked horrible last year. Uh, I don't know what he's doing on the team, especially if he's taking up a spot for somebody like, say, Nolan Allen or Alex Vlasic or Isaac Phillips. What do you think about that, Matt? Yeah, I've never been a big Zaitsev fan. I didn't really get that trade. I think we just did a team a favor by taking the cap hit on, which whatever, okay, we got the cap space. Do what you got to do. As far as Nolan Allen, yeah, I thought he he was solid, I thought. Um, not Nothing flashy, you know, but you need those kind of defensemen to, um, you know, be on your lineup every night. And like I'll jump back to Connor Murphy. I think Nolan Allen could be a lot better than Connor Murphy, but they're being very cautious with these guys, kind of making them pay their dues for a year. You know, he's still going to get paid. You know, he's not playing juniors anymore. He's going to be getting paid AHL money, which isn't bad. You know, he's still getting his entry contract. Uh, I think a year will do him okay, and we'll probably see him get called up eventually too. Probably if there's a, a bad injury or if he's on a really hot streak and they they kind of want to give him a look at the NHL level. So maybe at the end of the year, hopefully he'll be on the Blackhawks lineup. Yeah, I agree. Um, Colton Dock's been getting a real close look. Um, you know, and I think that he's one of those guys that's, you know, kind of on the on the brink there. I think that he's a good player. I think that he can um he might be another guy who can benefit from maybe a year in Rockford. Uh, he'll obviously not playing in, in juniors anymore, uh, being up at the professional level, pl- playing with men uh, and before cutting his teeth and making it into the NHL full time. What do you think of that? Yeah. I mean, they're giving him a look to the end, dude. So obviously yeah. they see something. Yeah, they are. I think Richardson really likes his game and uh, they, they're, they're, you know, giving it a really close look and making a, a decision to the end. And, that's good for him. That means he's played good and shown him a lot of great things. And I still think at the end they're going to send him down, which yeah. is okay. You know, it's fine. Go down there. You play with Nolan Allen. You'll probably be the stud down there. And, uh, you know, you get on a hot streak. It's just like Nolan Allen. You're playing really good. The Hawks are going to know. They'll call you up and give you a look. Yeah. Alex Vlasic and Isaac Phillips are also vying to make the team. Uh, Richardson wouldn't commit to a number of defensemen and forwards. He wants to take to the regular season opener in Pittsburgh on October 10th or carry regularly. And, you know, Matt, you know, this is, you know, Matt, this is, this is a, I don't want to say, it's probably a good problem to have, man, but it's, it's a problem that I don't think that we should be, that we need. And we're talking about Alex Vlasic and Isaac Phillips having to choose between this guy when we've got Connor Murphy and yep. Nikita Zaitsev, you know, playing where these guys could be. These guys have already cut their teeth into AHL. You know, they've they've already played there. They've done their time. And I think it's, it's time for them to be uh, NHL regulars. And um, I, I honestly think that they, they've got there are some roster spots being taken up where these guys should be playing. I think that they play well. Yep. I don't think maybe they should be everyday players, but they should be on an NHL roster. I think, uh, I, I liked Isaac Phillips last year. I thought he, yeah, I did. he was good. They called him up a lot. He ended up, I mean, the team was terrible last year. He, he was good. Uh, you know, he's more of, I think he's a, I guess you could say he's more of a two way guy. He could, mm-hmm. he could kind of skate it up. He could, you know, play tough in his own zen, own end. But uh, Vlasic, I think, is going to be a monster. The dude's tall as hell, yeah. big body, good reach. You know, uh, I like, I, I, again, Connor Murphy is on this team. 
what does Connor Murphy do? That's so important that we can't have one of these guys just get the grind of 82 games with a with a with a big club, you know. I, and yeah. I I think it goes to the to the salary cap. I think that four million dollars is something they need to stay, you know, over uh-huh. whatever. I, I I don't know, but I just uh, if you don't like I said, if you don't have plans for this guy in the future, unload him. Eaten. There's no expectations this year. I I mean, obviously, guys want to compete and win, but I don't. We're not going to make the playoffs. I don't think. I think maybe we could be a 500 team, maybe a couple games under, maybe a couple games over. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking just too. Move these guys while you can. That's what I would do, and start cleaning up these bad salaries. Yeah, you know, cleaning up the back end. You know, letting guys know like, hey, you're the future here. You know, this is what we're we're looking to to do. I think Velasic, man, like you said, he's he is a big body. I think that he skates pretty well for his size. Um, moves the puck pretty well. Um, I'm not nervous when he's passing the puck. Um, Isaac Phillips, dude, he uses the body uh, pretty often too. He's not a he's not a small guy. What is he like six three, six four, something like that? I think those two, their play pretty much shoved Ian Mitchell out of everything. Like yeah, they were waiting a lot for Ian M- Mitchell to come they, blossom, and it just never happened. So yeah. then you got you get a guy like Korchinski in the wings. This kid's gonna make the team. He should have made it last year. Yeah, he year. is. He is. So he's gonna he's... make the team. Korch, he's gonna need a good partner because this kid likes to pinch. He likes to skate the puck up. They say he's a little too trigger happy with doing that. So you need a responsible guy in in their own you know in their own end. You need your Seabrook back there when you got Keith going doing his thing. You know every, and you need him doing his thing. You know, you do to, for him to be effective. You need him to do that and. I, Isaac Phillips is a good shutdown guy. I think Vlasic could play with him. If you put Seth Jones and Korchinski together, you're asking for a lot of problems. Yeah. Tons of problems. Yeah. The best defensive I, pair I've seen on this Hawks, the most complete, has been Nick Jarmelson and Brian Campbell. That was the two best, obviously Keith and Siebes, but these guys were perfect together. And I think that's why were. we were so good in 2010. We had... Keith and Siebes doing their thing. And then we had Campbell, who was supposed to be like this crazy goal-scoring defenseman. He actually played really solid D. Really he solid did, D. And man. then you got Jarmelson blocking everything hit to him. And yeah. we, we, we've just been so blessed with good defensemen. And, you know, the, like the next guy up mentality, like the next guy would come up and he would do great. And then we hit a rut, <laughs> you know. Keith yeah. and Siebes got older and we started yeah. moving guys. But... You absolutely need to find a guy that they'll complement each other. You can't have two of the same guys, types of guys playing together. It just, it never right. works. Right. I, I agree 110%. Um, Vlasic and Phillips should absolutely make the team in. Uh, Korchinski, 100%, I believe, is making the team. I don't see why not. Um, you know, man, he plays very well with Bedard. Oh, yeah. Getting him the puck, skinning the puck up to Reichel him. Too. And that's what He looked good with Reichel. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And I think that um Korchinski's very good with with moving the puck up to his his wingers and his center. And if he needs to, he's more than capable uh of with with that smooth skating and carrying the puck up uh, into the uh, into the offensive zone if if absolutely need be. Uh, for that reason alone, I think that Isaac Phillips should fits the bill perfectly i've seen that Korchinski might be paired up with connor murphy and that might be setting that might be setting things up um 
the wrong way uh, for for these guys because is is Korchinski going to be thinking twice about doing things be, be playing his style because you know he doesn't know what's going to happen on the other side do you know what i mean i don't know what Connor murphy wants to be i just don't yeah. i don't know what he wants to be he he's just there you know he he's not he's not like he doesn't have like a a title like you look at Seth sure. Jones this guy's a puck mover this guy yeah. creates offense kevin korchinski puck mover creates offense He's like going to another team, Nick Lindstrom, all around defenseman, you know, two way, Chelly, yeah, mean in your face, probably can do it all. And then you got guys like Johnny Oduya and you no know, Nick Jarmelson, shot blockers, guys that don't give a shit about getting points. They want to do the hard work and prevent goals. Oh, do you do a good job of being the Brian Campbell? When Brian Campbell was gone for even yeah even for, in the playoffs for, for Hammer. he changed his yeah. game a little bit too. He started blocking shots. He started yeah. you know trying to get the pucks out. He wasn't really right. skating it up as much. But right guys like that. Connor Murphy, you, you go to him and okay, what does Connor do? Sometimes he scores. Sometimes he turns the puck over. Sometimes he gets lost in his own end. He loses his helmet all the time. Uh, Falls in his own end. And, can't skate sometimes. And he starred in Toy Story as Sid Phillips. So do we? Do you think it's time to just move on from Connor Murphy? Yep. If you can do it, do it. Somebody might want his services. I don't know what they're looking for, but maybe they need cap space or just need to fill in a spot. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Trevor Zegers finally signed with the Ducks. Because um, he got three it. years. Yeah, three years, five point seven five million. I said I I was in between that three point five to five million range, but the, he got five point seven five probably because he sells jerseys. I get that; that's fine with me. And um, I think that Trevor Zegers needs to take a step this year on scoring at least thirty goals. You know, being more responsible defensively. You know, um, I I know that he's a flashy guy, but. You know, like this Michigan stuff just needs to stop. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 done with it. You know, so what do you think about the Zeger situation? I think the the contract is fair. Um, I thought honestly he'd get more, and I guess he probably saw the writing on the wall. Like, hey, he's not budging, <laughs> so right. I better take it before uh, I, you know, I miss most. Of, he missed most of camp, but. Uh, I'm sure he's been skating, you know, on his own, no problems. But, you know, you want to get it done before the season so you can just focus on that. And the Ducks wanted to get it done, too. You don't want to make this the story of the season and just get it over with and uh, play hockey. You know, he had 65 points last year. Uh, he's at 23 goals, 42 assists. Yeah, I'd like to see him hit 30 and maybe 60 assists the way he plays. Okay. He needs uh, he needs his buddy to... Uh, potting a lot of goals his superstar friend troy terry so we we'll see but i think uh, in three years he's probably going to get an, another big payday or hey maybe oh, he'll yeah. leave he'll be like you know what this sucks i don't want to play for this crap anymore i'm out of here yeah i mean it anaheim is a nice place to live though but it's it's really nice to be you know making 10 million a year if you're living there yeah but uh you know i in the end you want to win and 
Is he one of those guys, though? I think so. I think he's going to want to win, and you're going to get sick of playing with new faces every year, new coach every two years type of thing, because that team doesn't really have a direction, in my opinion. They do have they some don't. good young guys, but they have some young guys that are, aren't even signed. That uh, Jamie Dreisaitl, I think his name is. He's uh, he's next. Uh, wait, what's his name? Yeah, Jamie Drysdale. Sorry. Drysdale? He's the top one of their top prospects, too, so they got to get that done. And in maybe a couple of years, they'll be decent, but hopefully he's around to play with them. So speaking of guys being moved, you know, we've got a guy that's practically in Nylander's spot, actually a very similar type player, and William Nylander. Um, William Nylander is linked to four teams. The Blackhawks are one of those teams. Now, I think that it would be so... New York Rangers of them for the Rangers to pull this off to get William Nylander (laughs) because the Rangers are another team, the Knights and the Wings. Uh, So I would, with all of my heart, love for the Blackhawks to skip on this Nylander guy. We've had one. um, (laughs) Well, we've had one already. (laughs) Oh, right. That's true. That's true. Okay. We've had two already. And, uh, hey, maybe third time's the charm. I like the dad the best. (laughs) Okay. But, but, you know, William Nylander, man, he is, he shows up in the playoffs, but he also, whenever he's on the ice, he gets, his line typically gets scored on as well because he doesn't play defense and he doesn't get into those dirty corners uh, to play when he needs to. And I don't think that's the type of guy that we're looking for. Um uh, for this team and i think that it would be a good idea for you know the blackhawks to just you know just let that play out um as far as say maybe he could fit in on the on the knights because the knights have a very good um defensive system and some responsible defensemen where they can make that kind of play happen that won't work with the wings because they want everybody responsible and i i don't think that it'll work there the rangers i think that he would he would definitely fit in there um (laughs) i don't i don't like any team that i don't like i wouldn't take him i mean i know he had a career year last year he's Put in 40 goals, 47 assists, 87 points, plus 10. Yeah. Very good year for him. He's going to yes, get paid. It was. But I think this is more of his team, you know. I think the Leafs yeah. should do everything they can to keep this kid and move Tavares. That's just my opinion. How, how, I don't see it happening. How can they do that, though? They can't, they can't. Send him back to the Islanders, maybe. But, I mean, I just, uh, I don't, I, I think this, the Leafs team is probably his best fit. Detroit, yeah. maybe. Because they're kind of starting up something nice down there. It's kind of coming up, coming together. The Knights, I don't know how. I mean, they have problems with cap, you know, all the time. The Rangers, same thing. I mean, they yeah. pretty much had to have like a three-way trade and moving cap space, retaining this to get Kane, you know. So yeah. this kid's going to get paid. You know, you put in 40 goals, that's a big deal. He's going to make some money. I just, uh, Detroit has the space and I, the Blackhawks have the space. I just, uh, I personally, I wouldn't want him because he's going to be 28 years old. Uh, he's probably got four good seasons, you think? You yeah. know, probably four good, and the Hawks aren't ready yet, so it's kind of a waste, you know? It's just bad timing. I, I like the guy, but I just, uh, I mean, I'd rather bring up a kid, you know, and start from the bottom. Yeah. that's the. I mean, that's where we are right now, so. And if, even if. It was a possibility. Who would the Hawks have to get rid of? Reichel? No, thank you. No, you know, way. I don't want to move a, no a guy like that for this guy. 
he's too old. If he was like 25, 24, yeah, you're going to get a, maybe eight, 10 years out of it, but not so much with this at this time, you know? Even if they asked for Oliver Moore, I'd say no. Yeah, you know, you hate to see a guy never even, you know, doesn't even get a shot in the league. You, you want to see him first. And it's right. like, oh, yeah, in a couple of years, you see him playing for the Leafs, just tearing it up. It's like, why didn't we hang on to that guy? You know? <laughs> yeah. And then we've got, and then we're holding on to Nylander while we want, we're watching him coast yeah. in the defensive watching end. Him, you know, try, looking at the defense going for the puck and him going for the puck, and he just kind of puts the brakes on and lets the defenseman get it clean because he doesn't want to put a body <laughs> like his brother. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's just, that's just how he I hate is. That, so. dude. That's, I, I, I mean, I too. saw that a lot with his brother in, oh, yeah. God, when the, where did I go? I, it was a Wolves and Rockford game, and I'm. Like, it was even worse because he. Horrible. I mean, Alex Nylander thought he was William Nylander. You know, they all like they're all they got these egos. You know, these young kids that come up there, they think they they're not allowed to be hit or they don't have to do certain things. And yeah, like, like going back to last week with the Mark Stone shit. Like, dude, yeah. shut up! You're you're you fair right. game, dude. What do you think? You're yeah. the captain. You have injury problems. No one's allowed to hit you. It's hockey, dude. Quit being a freaking yeah. pussy. I hate that. <laughs> I hope there's a target on his back every freaking night. I hope. Oh these, my god, dude! He, it's insulting. <laughs> this this poor kid is trying to make the team. He's finishing his he checks. Is. Give me a yeah. freaking break, dude. What have you ever freaking done? And then he's talking shit after that. You know, like, oh yeah, he's he's not going to be in the league. Uh, you know. He's not one of those players that's going to be in the yeah. league, so it doesn't really matter. This guy it's like, dude, this guy goals once, you right? Know? And get out of here. And what was his name? Hodgson, the the guy who hit him. Hodgkin was it something? Ho- Hodgkin yeah. or Hodgson's or something like that. This guy, man, is out there trying to make tr- trying to make the team, trying to make trying to a fucking living for yeah. himself, trying to live his dream. And he got fucking Mark Stone over here. I mean, you would think that he was Steve Eiserman getting blindsided by somebody. God, Do you know what I mean? Such a joke. Or Joe Sackick. It's like, well, first off, man, you know, we, we don't. Nobody hits Sackick. He that benefited way. playing on a <laughs> shitty Ottawa team. All he those did. years, and then they trade him. They trade for him. They give him big bucks. He's hurt all the time. It looks like he walked into a window. His nose is flattened. He just <laughs> I hate that shit. That ego stuff. Who do you think you are? Yeah, dude? yeah. Good He's for you. Not you won the good. Stanley Cup with your team. Your team helped right. you. You didn't do it individually. You're not a superstar. You've never. You barely scored thirty. Give, give me. A I can't believe break. that he gets paid eight million a That's year. That's insane. It's it insane. They're, that's he is the reason why they won't get all these up and coming, you know, trade off like right. trade bait guys like Nylander. He, this dude makes too much money and he doesn't do anything. Right, one hundred percent. On that note, everybody, this is the first week of the um, first week of the season. We cannot wait. I can't wait to finally get the season started, man. Connor Bedard starting to get his feet wet. Um, and it's going to be really interesting to see him face off against uh, Sidney Crosby, his, you know, his childhood hero, uh, seeing that first face off, getting, getting the ice time, seeing some of these players, man, that we've been wanting to see uh, for so long, like Korchinski finally making the team and, and starting this new era of what we believe is going to be great Blackhawk hockey. Um, yeah. I mean, they're not probably won't make the playoffs this year, but I'm looking at, I think we're looking at a 500 team. Uh, some guys are looking to make some big steps and we're looking at the beginning of, of something uh, that can be beautiful. Do us a favor, everybody. Um, get on DraftKings. Use our code, Shite Tomahawk. Um, it's great. I'm going to be putting my bets out 
on the Chicago Tomahawk Twitter this week. Let's see how everybody does. I'll show you how I do. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk. We're out of here.